0: So welcome to this fourth session in this series of sessions on mindfulness for life, for life. Um, And we're going to explore appreciation and how we um, cultivate this attitude of appreciation in our lives um, this evening. Someone I know sent me a video a little while ago of her grandson sitting in a high chair and she was taking care of her grandson. And she'd been to the the market stall and had found some fresh strawberries. And her grandson was just weaning off soft food and beginning to take um, food for the first time. And she handed him a strawberry. This was the first strawberry this child had ever encountered. And you know what they do right just grabbed it in his hand the first thing he did was squash it <laughs> the strawberries just came through his fingers that's that's delightful wow this piece of food i can just squash completely and then he wasn't quite sure he brought it to his nose and he was like oh that smells quite interesting and so it's lit up a little bit and then he put his hand with his mushed up strawberries to his lips and you could just see his eyes light up oh my god I've struck gold this is just so sweet this is so nice and this um grandmother was so proud of her grandson rightly so because this was a moment of sheer delight as he ate his first strawberry and as it went into his mouth you could just see the kind of, all the senses in the mouth lit up with um, the richness of the taste of strawberries. Maybe just invite you to just cast your mind, and I I use that verb quite deliberately, cast, you know, like uh, like a fisher, somebody who's fishing with a net, casting your mind back, and just thinking of the last time you really were present when you ate a piece of Really sweet fruit, maybe a strawberry, or a mango, a lychee, a rambutan, something like that. And to see what comes up for you in your mind and in your body when you just cast your mind back to the sensations, the experience of eating a piece of fruit like that. Just let yourself go with this kind of sense of exploration, if you like, of the last time you were really immersed in some music that you love, or maybe a TV show that you really enjoy. What was that like to really be immersed in the music or the TV show? Or maybe you were doing something that you value or that's important to you and it was going well. Again, just cast your mind back. What was that like in the mind and in the body? And see if you can bring a gladness of heart, a lightness, a sense of nothing to achieve as you just enjoy the reverie of going back to these moments. So in these sessions so far, and the previous sessions are recorded if you weren't able to be there, we've had this idea, first of all, of kind of waking up. And that was really summarized, I think, um, very, very concisely with that quote from Annie Dillard. How we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. How we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. So the invitation is to really wake up and spend our days with a sense of intentionality. Am I today choosing to live this day the way I imagine my life to be? And then we moved on to this idea of paying attention is really important. It's a trainable skill. It's something that we can cultivate, this ability to choose what we pay attention to, how we pay attention to those things. Um, And then we added the last time in the last session, this idea of really bringing the body centrally into that exploration, trusting our bodies as a source of wisdom, as a place to anchor, as a place to come back to. And what I wanna move on to today is not just paying attention but how we pay attention. So it's not just a cold glare of attention, but it's the quality of our attention. If you take um, this idea that Christina Feldman has spoken about and we write about in our book, is how we pay attention becomes over time, the shape of our minds, which becomes the shape of each moment, which becomes the shape of each day, which becomes the shape of our lives. So this idea of training, not just how we pay attention, sorry, not only, what, not, not only what we pay attention to, but how we pay attention to, can profoundly shape this moment, this day, this week and our lives. And you could even take that further as Ian McGilchrist does in his book, The Master and the Emissary, and say it eventually actually shapes the world because you're shaping not only your moments but the moments of the people that you interact with, the world that you interact with. There's a, a metaphor here which I quite like and I think works quite well, which is <clears throat> the diet that we have, the food that we eat will affect our physical well-being. You know, certain foods will shape our body in a certain way and will affect our body in a certain way. We know if we eat a lot of fatty food and we eat a lot of red meat, it's going to affect our arteries. If we eat a lot of carbohydrates or too many carbohydrates, we're going to have something of a, um, a kickback afterwards in terms of fatigue. So the kind of food that we eat affects our mind state, our body state and in time our health. So imagine this. Imagine that you allowed somebody else to stock your fridge for you. Someone that you didn't necessarily trust. (laughs) They're going to fill your fridge up for you. Not out of an act of generosity, because this is the way they choose to fill your fridge or your cupboard or your larder. And that is what you eat. You eat what other people have given you. And that shapes your body in that way. And rather than you choosing what you eat, you just go back and eat the last thing that you ate. It's kind of an absurd notion in a sense, isn't it? Because actually you choose what you fill your fridge with, what your larder with, and that affects your body and your health. And of course, the same is true with our attention. What would it be like if you gave the power to someone else? to say what you're going to pay attention to, how you're going to pay attention to things. That too is going to shape your mind. So we've talked about um, using this sort of analogy of attention being like a flashlight. And we can begin to have through mindfulness training the ability to know what we pay attention to and how we hold our attention there and when it gets pulled inevitably away how we can bring it back and what I'd like to suggest um, this evening today is that there is another very very important aspect to this which is it's not just a flashlight with an on and off switch and a switch that can be moved around even though that's very powerful in its own right you have another very big choice to make in your mindfulness training and in your life which is what is the lens you're going to place over the front of that flashlight? What is the lens that you're going to place over the front of that flashlight? This is going to change the climate of what is in your field of awareness, what is in your experience, if you like. We've already introduced a couple. One is interest and curiosity. Can we bring a freshness? Sometimes it's called beginner's mind. That's a kind of lens that you choose to bring to your experience. We've also lightly introduced another one, friendliness. Can you choose when you meet your own? I noticed um, as people were talking about their practice, that this idea of, um, particularly right now, I think, this idea of um, introducing the sense of friendliness and self-compassion can be so, so important. This, again, is a lens that we place over our experience. But the lens I'd like to focus on this evening is a lens of appreciation. Appreciation itself, I think, is a sort of um, multifaceted um, um, word, and I want to Um, maybe introduce this primarily um, with a sense of a practice which I'm going to lead in just a moment but just before I lead the practice I just want to say something about the practice which is please when we so there is absolutely what I'm saying is that these lenses of curiosity of friendliness of appreciation are lenses that can be cultivated that that can be trained but this is a lifelong work. So I'm going to lead a practice in a moment. And this is one element of that, but this is a lifelong work. So it's not that within a 10, 15, 20 minute practice necessarily there's something transformative will happen. But over a period of time, and I think the, the best analogy I can think of is an analogy to gardening. That this is something to, to create a mature garden and to create a change it takes not sometimes not even a season, it takes several seasons for that to happen. So what's really important in this work, I think, is a sense of patience and letting go of, right, I'm gonna do this work and then I'm gonna see the seeds and then the sapling and then the tree and so on emerging really, really fast. So that's, I think, all I want to say by way of preamble. And so what I'd like to do is to transition into um, a practice So this is an appreciation practice. And as we move into um, this practice, see if you can bring a friendly attention to your body. So turn the flashlight of your attention to your body with a sense of friendliness. Ah, here's the body. And as you meet and greet the body, Just making any adjustments you need to so the body feels that it's supported, any movements you need to make, any postural changes you need to make, with a sense of friendliness, a sense of care, a sense of interest maybe even. Oh, it's a bit of tension just there, just see if I can just wriggle that out or loosen that out. bringing a friendliness to the body as the body just settles into a posture of sitting, lying down or standing, it doesn't really matter. And now with a real sense of intentionality, just bring the flashlight of your attention to the movement of the breath in the body. And again, see if you can bring this quality, this lens, if you like, of interest. This lens of friendliness to the breath. Oh, here's the breath. Here's the movement of the breath into the body. And the movement of the breath out of the body. So Just staying with this sort of um, idea of these lenses of interest and friendliness. One of the other things just to be playful with in your practice It's all of these lenses, this is kind of like one of these kind of like apps you get on your smartphone. All of them can be dialed up and dialed down. I'm not suggesting we get sort of into doing this in a heavy duty way just now, but just to maybe with a sense of playfulness, just go, okay, so interest can be, okay, I'm just lightly interested in this in-breath. out breath. Now you can dial this up, have a bit more of a sense of, see if I can meet this breath with a real sense of beginner's mind. Meet this breath as if it's the very first time I've ever met this breath. Which, of course, it is the very first time you've met this in-breath. Experienced in the body in this moment. In this out-breath. And, of course, you can dial this up another notch. And I'm not suggesting one notch is better than another. I'm just introducing this idea of dialing up and dialing down. You can dial up another level and go, gosh, perhaps even with a sense of awe. This is this life-giving breath. From the moment I'm born to the end of my life, pearls on a necklace, this is a life giving force in me. This breath, this pearl. And then just dial it back down to wherever Feels about right for you just now, a sort of light interest, a beginner's mind, perhaps more of a sense of awe. And the same is true with friendliness, gentle, present friendliness. through to a sense of maybe more of an embrace, of the experience of breathing. And if for whatever reason, maybe to do with COVID, or asthma, or some other condition, the breath is not without its challenges for you, you throw a whole arm of friendliness of care around the breath. Again, this idea of being able to dial up and dial down these lenses. So attending to the breath with interest and friendliness. Even within the relative simplicity of the experience, the sensory experience of breathing, there'll be a whole range of different aspects to the experience and see if you can just tune into any aspects of it that feel or have a tone of pleasantness maybe the temperature of the breath as it comes out of the nostrils or a sense of the movement, the rhythmic movement of the lungs or the belly. Just see if you can orient to, be with any pleasant dimensions, the sensations of breathing. So what you're doing here is you're choosing to orient to the aspects of the breath, the experience of breathing that's got a a pleasant feeling tone to it. Try to change anything, not trying to avoid anything, but choosing to orient to an aspect of your experience. Incline the mind to an aspect of your experience. So keeping the breath as an anchor, what I'd like to invite us All to do now is just to move around the body a little bit with our awareness. And maybe just starting with the toes of both feet. See if you can bring your awareness to the toes of both feet. So having a sense of the breath, the in-breath. And on the out-breath, having a sense of appreciation of your toes. this part of your body that I bet for most of us, we don't give them a lot of time. We don't give them a lot of attention, but they're there helping us walk, balance, just breathing in, and breathing out with a sense of appreciation. <laughs> Let's see if it, A lightness, a gladness. Breathing in. Breathing out with a sense of appreciation of the toes. And extending that to the feet and the legs. Breathing in. Breathing out with a sense of appreciation of this part of the body. Supporting us in sitting and walking. Breathing in and breathing out with a sense of appreciation, the feet and the legs. Now look, it may be that at some point as you do this, you're going to come into contact with some discomfort or some pain in this part of the body. So I had something of an accident on the ice the day before yesterday. So there's quite a lot of pain in one of my feet and legs just now. So there's a sense of if you come into contact with pain or discomfort, see if you can find a way of, with wisdom, with discernment, so just only moving towards whatever feels comfortable, moving away from things that the mind tells you it's wise to move away from. So any pain or discomfort is there in the field of awareness. But what you're choosing in this particular moment, in this practice, to do is to incline the mind to a sense of appreciation. Breathing in, breathing out with a sense of appreciation of the feet and the legs. And the hands. Breathing in, bringing the hands to mind, sensations of the hands, and a sense of appreciation of these hands and all that they do for you, all that they do for you. any of this feels like it's too much, or you've gotten into striving or trying too hard, just come back to the breath and the simplicity of breathing. So in the torso, lungs and the heart, breathing in. breathing out with a sense of appreciation for the lungs and the heart, the many thousands and thousands, if not tens and hundreds of thousands, breaths and heartbeats that they, without you willing them to take for you, each day, each week, each year, Breathing in, breathing out with a sense of appreciation for this part of the body. Again, if there's any discomfort in the body or in the mind, maybe they get some judging mind going on, well, if only the this part of my body worked as well as it did. X number of years ago, just noticing that, judging mind, breathing in, breathing out with a sense of appreciation for this part of the body. And just finally in this part of the practice, your senses. See if you can take all of the senses together, hearing, seeing, Tasting, touching, balance, breathing in, breathing out with a sense of appreciation for your senses and the richness that they bring to your life. Just broadening out now to a sense of the whole body. See if you can floodlight a sense of the whole body. Breathing in. A sense of appreciation of the whole body. This body and this moment. All of its complex myriad functions. Sensing, digesting, pumping blood, breathing, sense of appreciation for this body, a sense of interest and. Friendliness and appreciation. So, I want to just, for the last moments of this practice, just extend out now from the body and a sense of appreciation of the body to maybe just one or two areas of your life. Start with a person or a pet, and a moment from the recent past, a specific time perhaps, where you felt really listened to, without judgment. Where someone showed you a kindness or made you laugh. you feel good about yourself? Had your back in some way? Just bring that moment to life. To mind. Again, with a sense of appreciation. How does that resonate in the mind when you do that? How does that resonate in the body when you do that? just finish with a particular specific time if you can think of one if you can't then just finishing with the awareness of the breath but if you can a time where you extended an act of kindness of care to a pet or a family member or a friend just bring that moment to mind this inclination of appreciation that you were able to extend this whatever it was you did sending a message doing something being there for someone phoning someone cooking for someone mentoring someone it doesn't really matter what it is Stroking a cat or a dog. sense of appreciation at that moment. So as we just bring this practice to a close, I just want to ask you to finish the practice with um, this idea of looking to the week ahead. And maybe just making a commitment in the week ahead to kind of just raise your gaze, broaden your horizon with this idea of a lens, of appreciation. Small moments, people, experiences, our own body, the rest of today, the rest of this week, where we can raise our gaze broaden our horizon, and meet those moments with a sense of appreciation. Cultivate this attitude of appreciation. And remembering this is just like gardening. Not Necessarily looking for immediate effects or results just the raising the gaze, meeting the moments with an inclination of appreciation. So I just want to finish up with um, a quote from my book with um, Christina Fellman. The foundations of joy are simple. Thoughts Words and actions rooted in kindness and compassion? Do our thoughts, words, and actions bring distress, distress and suffering to an end? Or do they support happiness and well-being with interest and effort over time? And this is, I think, quite a radical idea. If we if we work on this project, And we see this with a sense of patience over time. Joy can actually mature into something else. And it can mature into, I think the best word I can think of is a sense of contentment. That actually in the midst of difficulty, in the midst of um, good things, there is a sort of equanimous balanced contentment that we can access throughout different moments of the day and chapters in our life so thank you for your kind attention